Hey everybody, this is Eric with another episode of Short Circuits. This is being recorded February 18th, 2018. And uh, it's been a little while since I've done one of these. I apologize about that. I had a, a family emergency come up. Uh, you might have heard me mention that on a couple of the other shows that I'm also catching up on. Um, but I'm back now. And uh, I'm going to hit the ground running with more short circuits episodes here. I've got a few topics uh, I've, I've got backed up here. And uh, oh, I've, I've got a couple of rants I want to get to as well. Um, I think one I might actually try to sneak on to uh, this week's random chatters. What were they thinking? And, and kind of do a little segment there. But for now, I want to focus on some feedback I'm a little bit embarrassed about this because I think this came in through Slack. And of course, we've moved from Slack over to Discord. I thought I wrote down who this came from. And I didn't. And I'm kicking myself about that because this person uh, submitted like two or three questions all in one message. And I'm like, yeah, wow, those are those are great questions. I'm going to add those to the list. Thanks a lot for those. And uh, I, I don't remember who it was that sent them in. Um, so if this question is from you, let me know, because I want to credit you on the air. I'm going to mention you in the next episode with, with an apology, but let me know. It's been mentioned this past week that after the upcoming Bumblebee movie for Transformers, that they are going to reboot the franchise. This was reported from a few outlets, and then uh, there was another outlet saying, uh, I, I don't think that's actually the case. One of the so-and-so, I don't know, creator, executive producer, whatever, um, working on all that stuff basically tweeted and said, ah, don't, don't believe everything you hear. Uh, except that's not surprising because Bumblebee hasn't come out yet and they don't want to make any announcement about that until after it does. So it, it doesn't surprise me that they would want to kind of quell the rumors on that now. So even if that guy tweets that, I, I don't know that that precludes that from being the case. So we may be looking at a reboot of the Transformers franchise. So this is a little bit timely. I remember this question that was asked, and I thought this is a great time to address this on Short Circuits. Why do you hate the Transformers movies? Well, let me pull up a chair. In fact, I'm going to adjust my chair. I'm sitting in a little bit here. And, uh, get a little more comfortable because this one. Oh, boy. Where to begin? Michael Bay. So this is a, a story about, uh, wow, I, re I really don't even know where to begin here. What, why do I hate the movie so much? I mean, so the short answer, let, let's just break it out there and, and then I'll get into a more uh, detailed explanation. Michael Bay has no regard for the existing mythology of the Transformers. Therefore, he could have made up any sort of silly robot franchise of his own and just made his own stinking movies. But instead he took one of the most mythologically rich franchises to come out of the eighties. And one that a lot of modern geeks had grown up with and butchered it. I just, just threw away everything we cared about, just butchered it. And I think that most of the people who have listened to the podcasts that I've been on, I've been podcasting for about a decade and a half now in various different forms. If you've stuck with me for a lot of that time, you probably know by now 
I'm not a purist when it comes to canon. Batman is one of my favorite fictional characters of all time. And I don't care that the movies are different from the comic books. I don't care that the different writers in the comic books are different from one another. I don't care that the video games take a different spin on it. And when I have an issue with a Batman movie, the issue is never that it didn't stick with the comics. Now, that being said, there are some basic tenets of the nature of the character that I do care about and that I don't want to see changed. I think they do need to stay true to the character, but they don't have to stay true to all of the canon for that character necessarily. Deadpool is another example with the, the Deadpool movie. There were some changes made to the movie. I'm fine with that. I, I have no problem with that at all. It's not the origin of Deadpool from the comics. Uh, and it doesn't need to be. It's a different take on Deadpool. That's fine. Not a problem. So if Michael Bay had done, done a, just merely a different take on the Transformers, I'd be okay with it. And in fact, the first Transformers movie, there are some moments that I think are really good. My issue is that these characters are, well, they're characters. Keep in mind, this was a toy franchise. And it was uh, then brought into a comic book series and a, a television series. And uh, that was much like G.I. Joe at the time. It was basically a way to sell the toys. And you can argue about how horrible a thing that was until we're blue in the face. I don't care. But the reality was one of the reasons I, as a kid, loved the toys so much was because of the television series and not because of the marketing of it, but because the television series brought those characters to life. They took those toys and they made them into true characters. And the same with the comic books. And they did, did the same thing with G.I. Joe as well. Um, but this had much more of a sci-fi aspect to it. And Michael Bay had no respect for the character of those characters. Optimus Prime perhaps being the exception to some extent. But even then, there were some things that, with Optimus Prime that were really out of character in some of the movies. Uh, and you had this, this mythology going that was just kind of discarded and, and trampled on. And then some of the characters, like there were certain prominent Transformers characters, and they weren't even my favorite characters, but they were prominent. Ratchet, uh, Wheeljack, Jazz. And in the first movie, Jazz, I think he has a line of dialogue somewhere. And then at the end of the movie, he just gets literally ripped in half by Megatron. That's it. We're done. Well, why put him in the movie at all? I mean, he was a fan favorite character. He added nothing to the film. He effectively ended up being cannon fodder, and he didn't even die that well. It it just... It, it made no sense to me. It, it was a waste. And in that first movie, the only characters that had any character were Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. All of the others were just there as, 
as background noise. Megatron had some characters, Starscream had very little, and they looked almost identical. I remember people watching the movie and asking me, wait a minute, wasn't that Megatron? No, that was Starscream? Wait a minute, how do you, how do you tell the two apart again? And I mean, visually, it, it's a little difficult. At least it's difficult to explain. That was never a problem back with the, what we'll call the, what's often referred to as the Generation 1 Transformers or the G1 Transformers from back in the 80s. And Transformers have gone through a lot of iterations since then, Beast Wars, Transformers Armada, etc. And I don't mind those. I don't have a problem with them. Um, I don't want to see movies made of those, but if they did, I'd watch them. And I don't, I think I'd probably enjoy them. But Generation 1 Transformers is what people generally refer to as the Transformers. Okay, so that's what we're talking about here, just to give some context. Michael Bay took that and threw it away. And... I noticed after listening to some director commentaries from Michael Bay on some of the DVDs of his that, that I've owned, this guy really has what appears to me to be a level of arrogance that I have not seen in anyone else in Hollywood. And we're talking Hollywood. I, I want to point that out. Again, context here. <laughs> there are a couple of arrogant people in Hollywood. And by a couple, I mean like a lot. Okay. So to point someone out as being one of the most arrogant people in one of the most arrogant locations in the world and one of the most arrogant industries, I mean, that's really, that, that, that's saying a lot. But this guy seems to have a God complex like I've never seen. And he thinks he can do no wrong. And he doesn't care about the fans of, uh, of what he's doing, uh, the fans of these franchises that he has. Um, and that's really sad, especially I think with the Transformers, because there was such a rich mythology to pull from in the first place. Now I'll say this, I'm not a fan of the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies he's done either. Um, but I think he did much less damage to those. In fact, you could argue that they were okay. That might be the nicest thing you'll hear me say about them. And he's done some other movies that were good. Not many I can think of. Uh, the Island was okay, other than the product placement becoming so distracting that it basically took over the film. Didn't he do like the second Mission Impossible movie or something? If so, that that was not good. But uh, he's, I mean, he's done some some decent stuff. Uh, but the Transformers movies were were just bad. There was so much potential there for them to do something. And what really got me excited when I first heard that they were announced was that Steven Spielberg was going to be the executive producer. And apparently, when he went in to sell the movie to, I don't even know what studio has it. I, whatever. I, I just, I don't even care anymore. Uh, but when he went in to pitch it, like Spielberg is a Transformers fan. My understanding from people who know him is that he knows the characters. Like he knows the backgrounds of the characters. He knows the mythology from the eighties. This is something he's familiar with. And when I heard that, I'm like, Wow, this is in the right hands. 
that gave me such confidence about the movies. <laughs> and boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. And that's why I think I, I got so burned on that, that that's when, why when everything else that's come out that has been an adaptation of something that was dear to me as a geek, I have always met it with reservations. Uh, Ender's Game. I had a hard time getting too excited about that. I was worried they were going to butcher it. And frankly, they didn't do a very good job with it. Deadpool. Worried they were going to butcher that. And they did a phenomenal job with it. But Ready Player One. I, uh, you know, it's Spielberg actually directing. And I have faith in, in this one, but like, this is the first thing where they're taking a franchise that's near and dear to me that I feel confident about. And the problem is that I feel unnerved about feeling confident about it. And it all comes back to this. It all comes back to seeing how a, a powerful director in Hollywood can just trample over a franchise with no regard for for anything that's come before. And they have gotten progressively worse as each new movie has come out. And that's also sad. And then, I mean, I could go on and on. The Do we really need to see, excuse my language here, I'm sorry if you're listening to this while you're at work. If, if so, here's your five-second warning to turn the volume down a little bit. But do we really need to see gigantic, gigantic robot testicles on uh, devastate what what was allegedly supposed to have been Devastator in the second movie. I mean, really, is that like, is that the best you can do for for slapstick humor? Really? I I just you know, and and I don't mind like lowbrow humor from time to time, but like that just seemed so juvenile uh and, and the two robots i don't even remember who, who they were the, the time there was a big controversy about them being racist and, and all that kind of stuff and aside from that controversy they were just horrible characters they they were uselessly horrible they were they were worse than being just useless they were detrimental and again i'm not talking about the the racial controversy behind it being detrimental I'm seeing even if you eliminate that, they were detrimental just within the story. They were horrible. Then you've got these robots fighting and, and the design for the robots. I don't care that there were over 150,000 individual moving parts when Optimus Prime transforms. Don't care. Do not care. They did not look, I mean, they were... They looked like somebody glued a bunch of kitchen knives together and tried to make a robot out of them, especially Starscream and Megatron. And then I forget in which movie it was. You've got, I think it was Optimus Prime fighting Megatron and Starscream. And then he had uh, uh, Jetfire like along with him is, is like armor or something. So basically you've got a red and blue and silver robot with silver on top of him fighting another silver robot in another silver robot. 
So we have such a problem, which we're finally starting to get away from, fortunately, with things like shaky cam making battle scenes hard to follow and all these quick cuts and everything. Oh, we didn't have that problem with Transformers, but we still couldn't follow what was going on because all we see is this big blob of spiky metal rolling around that might be two robots fighting, might be three robots fighting. We're not really sure until they separate. And even then, half the time we don't know who the heck's who. I appreciate that he tried to bring some characterization into the, some of the characters later on a little bit. Again, I think he failed miserably. I think now the storyline has, has gone so far off the tracks that even the basic conceptual aspect of the storyline is, is just crap. Never liked the Dinobots. So I have a hard time getting upset with him ruining the Dinobots but he ruined them so spectacularly that I kind of have to be upset about him ruining the Dinobots too. And I don't even like them. I, I, I just, the degree to which this whole situation is disappointing is just mind boggling to me. Like it, it, it's so hard for me to even, quantify it with words that I can't even effectively rant about it. And, and that's really the embarrassing part. But in a nutshell, well, more than a nutshell, but that's why I don't like the Transformers movies is because they took a franchise. There are only so many franchises out there. Okay. This is what it boils down to. It's not just that they took a franchise and ruined it. I mean, they did that with Dukes of Hazard, and, and there's so many so current social problems with Dukes of Hazard. Anyway, I I, I care less if they, if I never hear of that again. Okay, but they they ruined Dukes of Hazard when they made a movie out of that. They ruined the A Team when they made a movie out of that. Um, I could go on and on. There were a lot of things that they remade out of the '80s that were just horrible. Don't care. But when you take something like Transformers, and G.I. Joe is another good example of this, when you take something like Transformers that has built-in audience, dedicated, very dedicated audience, and it has a built-in mythology, built-in characters with some depth to them, I mean, most of your work is done for you. But to disregard all of that, and try to do your own thing when your own thing really sucks. It just, it, that's the problem. There are so few franchises that have that. And that's why things like the A-Team being ruined, don't care. Okay. Um, and, and various other things I could list. It, it just don't care. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, if the Battlestar Galactica reboot had failed instead of having succeeded, mostly succeeded, uh, I wouldn't care. Um, and, and that might be close in the sense that there was a mythology for that. And there were some interesting characters. And even then though, I mean, like it was, you know, it, it was a little bit different, but that's the thing. They, they took something that was just, it was a package handed to them and they just had no regard for it. Will they reboot Transformers? I don't know if they do. It could be one of the best things to happen to a geek franchise ever. There's so much going on there. And here's the thing. I'm not even touching on the current line of 
Transformers comics by IDW. Um, or does Image have them now? No, I think it's IDW. Anyway, the, the current Transformers comics, the mythology being built there, it's different than uh, the Generation stu One stuff, though it's those same characters. Um, but for the depth that the Generation One Transformers had before, you you looking at if you're looking at the current comic book line, and we're talking depth. I mean, we're talking depth like a black hole. Of, of depth, not, not black hole in the sense of there not being any quality, but just it's freaking deep. Like the, the character depth is so, so much better. Um, and that's the right way to do it. You take what came before and you build on it and you grow it. I'm not much of a comic book reader anymore. I, I've given up on comics. I don't have the money to keep up with it. It's just way too expensive. I miss it. I wish I could. But I, I tell you what, I will go out of my way every time there's a new collection, uh, graphic novel collection of these comics to come out and I'll pick them up because I, I think the world building that they've done there is phenomenal. And the characterizations blow what came before right out of the water. So there, I guess... I'm, I'm going to step down off of my soapbox. There's my explanation of, of how I feel about the Transformers situation. The best thing that could possibly happen to it at this point would be a complete and total reboot. Just wipe the slate clean and go back to a modern telling of the, what came before. Or again, pick up the, the comics and, and do something with that. I, I think it, that would probably be better suited to an animation series. And the, uh, the oh, what do they call it? Combiner Wars? current animation thing that's been on uh, machinima.com uh, uh, and, and stuff like that. It, it's pretty good. I, I think it's a little too shallow compared to the actual comics, but it's kind of tied into that storyline a little bit. And, and I'm cool with that, but uh, yeah, they just need to wipe it and start over. So I apologize again for not remembering who asked me that. I feel absolutely horrible, but I'm not going to not answer the question just because I can't remember who asked it, because that would be disrespectful to, to the person who asked it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I talk about Michael Bay and, and Transformers things so often that it's good to, to finally kind of get this out a little bit and address it. Um, so that people know really where I'm coming from on a personal level with it. So again, whoever wrote this in, uh, there was this and, and, two or three other really good questions. I think I, I might've covered one of them somewhere. Um, and the others I've, I've got written down to get to, but first, thank you. First of all, second, I'm sorry that I don't remember who it was that sent this in. And I feel like an idiot for not writing it down. I normally write down, um, who sends the questions in and number three, please let me know because I want to give you a personal apology and I want to point it out to the rest of the listeners on, on the show too, okay? because that's important to me. I think it needs to be done. And, and that's why I'm apologizing about it. So uh, let me know. Anyway, uh, I want more questions from you guys. I've got a list of topics I've been stashing. I've got a long list. I've got some serious stuff. I've got some lighthearted stuff and everything in between. But as I said on Aren't You a Little Short for a podcast this week, my priority is the stuff that you send in. My priority is what you guys asked. My priority is what you guys send in. My priority is what you guys ask. I want to know what you want to hear about, and I want to know what you want to talk about. I want to make this as interactive as possible, 
Okay. So email me at shortcircuits at randomchatter.com or to make it easier, at, uh, just send me an email to sc at randomchatter.com and uh, ask me questions. Uh, give me feedback on this. I mean, I don't know if there are any Transformers fans out there. I know there are some some fans of some of the other 80s franchises. Uh, Chris, by the way, not Chris McGuffin, um, a, a different Chris. I forget the last name. Um, I might have it written down here. Wrote in in response to a, a Getting Sidetracked episode we did uh, talking about He-Man and how nobody talks about He-Man. I only don't talk about He-Man because I never really got into He-Man as a kid. But I, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, Chris Brooks, by the way, thank you for for writing that in too. I, I, I haven't forgotten that. Um, uh, a fellow Michigander, and, and we might talk about He-Man coming up soon too. Um, check out The Toys That Made Us on Netflix. Uh, it's a series. They've only got four episodes so far. So far. There are more episodes coming very soon. Um, and they're hour-long episodes about the toys, uh, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Barbie, He-Man. Those are the ones they've gotten to so far. I'm hoping they get to Transformers soon. Um, anyway, I, I'm going to stop rambling now. That's it for this episode of Short Circuits. Be sure to check out all of the shows we have over at randomchatter.com. I want to give a quick shout out to everybody in Discord, all of our Patreon donors. Um, we really appreciate the support. If you want more information on that, go to patreon.com slash random chatter. Just a single dollar a month donation will get you access to the entire Discord community. We've got lots of different topics there, lots of different good conversations going on. We've got a, a really great community going on there. Um, even if you don't want to donate or can't donate, that's fine too. Go to randomchatter.com slash Discord, and you can still get into the Discord server. We've got, uh, we created kind of a main lobby channel there for everybody, no matter who you are. To, to come and say hi and, and chat a little bit. And, and we've got an announcements channel for anything that's going on. Uh, you'll be able to see that there too. Um, even if it's just to drop in and say hi, but we hope you stick around and, and talk. And like I said, we've got a lot of great conversations going on there. Um, so that's it for this week. Stay tuned. We're going to have more great stuff coming at you pretty soon. Until then, take care. Take care.